0: I've asked Dr. Bauer to talk with us a little bit about how the regional center came to be. You know, uh, so many other people are watching from other states and they're saying, how did California have this come to be? Why doesn't every state have this? Uh, so talk to us a little bit about the regional center and how it came to be.
1: Well, um, it essentially came from the, the dedicated efforts of parents mm. that, um, that parents banded together. And again, they, they would not accept the notion that their child was had to go to to an institution. But this also was right on the heels of a great deal of, of social upheaval and it was the, the, the Civil Rights Acts. Um, so this was this was born in the 60s and essentially, you know, the gestation period went through the 60s and in the early 70s is when it was it was passed. And it was essentially Frank D. Lannerman um, who uh, penned and championed the the legislation, and, and hence the the act is named after him. Now, much to he's he's passed, and I'm sure it would be much to his chagrin to know that one of the the larger developmental centers, otherwise known as a state institution, has been named after him as well. Mm. I'm sure he's spinning in his grave with that one. But mm. um, it was the legislation that he put forward that essentially um, kind of signed the the doom on (laughs) the institutions yeah um because the whole point of the 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 lanterman act is for people with disabilities to live in their in their family home grow up in their community attend their their local schools and uh, approach a regional center which was designed by this legislation um to provide the supports and services that would allow a child to be a fully functioning member of his or her family, yeah. and access all community resources. Yeah. Um, it um, it was brilliant in its inception and design, um, and, and that brilliance um, really is reflected in the 21 regional centers up and down the state yeah. um, that have local boards of directors or trustees that set the policies and the staff that sets the procedures um, to implement the Lanterman Act. So all 21 use the Lanterman Act as the foundational document and the legislation, but they all interpret it. in reference to the unique needs of their community. Okay. Well that
0: I, I didn't realize that quite honestly and that that addresses because I I know it's there are different people depending on which regional center you're in it's different circumstances. Absolutely. There are different things going on. So I didn't realize that they had different governing boards. That makes a little bit more sense to me. And so but talk for just a second about that the Lanternman Act and 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 so what that covers because people, you know, somebody's watching in Kansas and they go so does that mean that my child's covered till they're Five or till they're 18? And what kinds of things does it cover? Because it's kind of fascinating. It,
1: <clears throat> thanks for mentioning Kansas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you are wearing a Kansas uh, lanyard there. University so, of Kansas. There we go. <laughs>
1: um, uh, well, um, first of all, um, California, unlike any other state um, in the Union, um, has this Lanterman Act. It's actually... Uh, an entitlement program. So if an individual has a a diagnosis of of being on the autism spectrum or having intellectual disabilities Mm -hmm. or epilepsy or cerebral palsy that are substantially handicapping conditions, um, their eligibility is lifelong it goes from essentially cradle to grave there's no aging out there's no aging out it's amazing now the thing is is that and we've seen this with some um, some families with children with autism that as much as they like us they've had enough of us and so what they do is they inactivate Mm -hmm. their their cases um and they can reactivate them at any point in time when when they need additional Mm -hmm. supports yeah Um, but yeah, it's a cradle-to-grave uh, proposition. Now, the Lanterman Act and the Regional Center system, you know, are, are they're living entities. Um, and as all living entities, they, they adapt to their environment, they change over time. And so we've seen an ebb and flow in terms of of different services that, that can be provided. Mm-hmm. And certainly with some of the economic downturns, you know, recently uh, in the last decade or so, there's been a kind of a contraction of some of the services that the regional center can provide. There's also now been legislation that we've been seeing sweeping across the country with regard to insurance yeah. and insurance um, supporting His services. And so that's changed some of the, you know, options that we have at the regional center.
0: But there's a pretty wide variety, and has been, and maybe you're not carrying as many things now, but a pretty, you know, I mean, there are things like respite, definitely you guys cover mm-hmm. ABA, mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there are, you cover social groups, uh, you know, a wide variety of things, and I'm just aiming for the things that have to do with autism. I'm imagining for all the other different issues that a child or a young adult might come in with their, it's just a wide variety. Right. I love that you guys look at the family and not just the individual. I, I think that that's really remarkable and we don't see that in too many other places.
1: Well, I think it, it, it kind of reflects the legacy or the, the, the point of origin of the Lanhaman Act, mm. that it really was families yeah. that banded together to, to make this, this occur.